The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and, of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. Hi, I'm Brian Crump, host of Sci-Fi Sci-Fact, a new RNZ podcast in which we take some of science fiction's strangest ideas and explore if they could really happen. Maybe they already have. You can find Sci-Fi Sci-Fact on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, basically anywhere you get your podcasts from. The Real Pod is brought to you by our good friends at Nando's. They've got restaurants across Aotearoa, and if you order through the Nando's app, you can collect Perry Perks points to redeem for delicious rewards. Hit nandos.co.nz to learn more and start earning. Goodbye, 2021. It is over. This new singing, Jane, is Thank so you. good. I've been working on my techniques. And that is the result of years of hard work. Yeah, yeah, well, you too <laughs> could achieve those standards if you really give it everything you have. I think you'll agree it's worth it. Kia ora, welcome along to the last real pod of 2021. We finally got here, Duncan, and uh, look, full disclosure. We've done, in true RealPod style, it's like harking back to the, the old, old, old days of zero prep. Well, I would dispute that. Okay. In the old, old, old days, we would have at least one bottle of Lindauer. It's true. Sometimes Lindauer phrase, you know, the, the most sophisticated expression of the varietal. And um, and we would watch the show yeah. and then immediately do a podcast about yeah. it. I think that's about as prepped as you can that's be. That's true. And we had pineapple lumps quite often too, which are terrible on mic snack. Yeah. Um, and also like that and the, the champagne, your teeth are just, the yeah, dentists hate us. Absolute nightmare. <laughs> that sounds like an outbrain headline, eh? This is your reality TV and real life in New Zealand podcast today. We're wrapping up reality TV for the year that was 2021. My name's Jane Yee, joined by Duncan Grieve. Uh, we are sponsored by Nando's. Thank you very much, Nando's. It's been a landmark year for the Real Pod, A, because we returned after a hiatus. Was that, that this that year? was this year. No. It was. It was February. What? Yes. We did the Twilight special at the end of last year. But when did you move back from... Yeah, no, I've been here since the middle of last year. But we, but didn't... we didn't do the Real Pod? No. What? Why not? Uh, because, I don't know, Oh, Alex was still busy working on uh, oh, Reality that's TV. that's right. She stuff. wasn't here. Uh, uh, honestly... The time is mental. Um, that is That's truly crazy, right? And also Nando's have come back on board, uh, you know, in recent months, which is just a truly happy reunion. Uh, yeah, it feels like they, they, they make us official. David Lomas could never. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> we were all weeping. Um, so what we're going to do is we're basically going to go through, it's just going to be one big long reality check, really, isn't it? We're going to go through... The year that was in reality TV of the shows that we can remember, and we're going to try and remember people's names and so on. It's going to be a ride. Join us for it. In fact, have yourself a drink. It might make it more palatable. Yeah. 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 It's that time of year, eh? When it's sort of all always fine. Okay. Cool. Anyway, let's get into it. Reality check. I am disgusted at how much you have copied my husband. Okay, the first one I've got on my list is maths. I don't. All maths is like a big sort of cinematic universe to me, where I can't distinguish between the seasons particularly. 
now. I mean, I love it. Like other full disclosures, basically my favourite reality show in the world to watch because it's so chaotic. It's so fun to recap. Yeah. Um, but what what happened this year, Jane? Gonzo. 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 Oh my god! Gonzo this was a great was season. Yeah, Melissa and oh my god, I've forgotten his real name. No, no, he doesn't have a real name. His name's Gonzo. Um, Bryce, Melissa, and Bryce. Okay. Not the best part, pizza party you've ever been to. But they're, I mean, they're, they're still amazing. together and pregnant, correct? Right, they've had twins. Twins! Twin boys. How? On how? Well, no, 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 no. I don't mean like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Timeline-wise, I think it was recorded at the end of last year and then uh, came out at the beginning of this year and they they got got, got down to business. Yeah, no, this, that was a, um, I mean, that was a really, really hard relationship to watch. Weird, happy... Ending, sort of. Yeah, I mean, I think the problem is that like we all were so deeply invested in his him being exposed the way they almost all are by contact with reality, as in not reality TV but real life in Straya, and um, it sort of didn't happen. And it's almost like there's because there was always this stubbornness about Bryce, and there's a thing that we've talked about where is him having twins and going to his grave with <laughs> Melissa, probably deeply unhappy inside. Just his way of like showing us. Uh, it definitely is a possible, like a very good possibility. I can't say a hundred percent for sure because I don't know what goes on in his head, but I think all the evidence at hand would indicate strong possibility. Yeah, well, he was a great villain. And then there was that. What was that? I mean, this is terrible. There's Coco, who was amazing. Coco was incredible. Was it Coco's partner with the with Sam the, Frosty yes, Tips? Yeah. Sam Frosty Tips. Sam and Gonzo across the dinner table. I could watch that. Forever. Yeah, I mean, I thought we could never get better than than Cyclone Cyril. Yes, but we did. We did. We did. Or we at least got as good as. And then there was also, um, oh mate, I've forgotten his name. This is terrible, terrible. Uh, but the the guy who was kind of the uh, the guy who was really into bikes and he had the glasses and he was a great he was a great character. He was. And, and then when we the had... farmer who is now the farmer. <laughs> who was with Georgia and did the horrible breakup at the end. Oh, my God. And is now with Samuel Levi. That's right. What is life? It's so crazy. Uh, and, and there was the, the, the couple of the, the sort of um, very inexperienced, shall we say, couple. Oh, yes. The, the ballerina and... Yeah, um, Belinda. Belinda. They were very sweet, but then they didn't make it either, no. right? No. I mean, there's not a great success rate out of maths. It's not why you go on the show, but... No. Australia seems to have... An unquenchable reservoir, an undrainable reservoir, unquenchable, I don't know. I don't know. It's late in the year. It's, it is. It's but it's just got enough of these people that uh, the show will run forever uh, until the death of the universe, which probably two to three years. And it's our one podcast that's, uh, sorry, our one reality show that's not a New Zealand reality show that we still recap on The Real Pod because it's our podcast and we can do what we want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And um, also it's like... Wildly popular here. Yeah, it's huge. It's such a huge show, uh, and I believe they're in production again. So can't wait. To, be. Can't wait for the next one. Um, little closer to home, I feel like the, the the first sort of four shows I'm going to talk about, we're just going to be what like that happened this year. But yeah, and the, what was their name? <laughs> the Bachelorette. Mm. Can you remember her name? Lexi. Yeah, Lexi Brown. Great season. Great Bachelorette. I think it was the best batch yet we've had so far. I think she was. She she, she inhabited it with the most. But, you know, I wrote a, a story about the, the fact that they shot two seasons of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette back-to-back in the same time they normally take to shoot one. I think it obviously had a massive impact on The Bachelor, which we'll talk about. But I also I do think that the she was an incredible Bachelorette. I just wish she'd had time totally. to develop the characters of the guys. Like if we'd seen... Like, her and Jack were so steamy horny, <laughs> and if they'd actually had a chance to even like go on more than like a couple of dates, if they actually knew each other, I think that the conclusion of that would have been far, far better. You don't think she would have ended up with travel photos, NZ, Kiwi travel photos, whatever it is? <laughs> I think she might. Though the, the end might have been the ending. Like There was obviously something that didn't come through the screen about their relationship. It was definitely something that, I mean, no explanation otherwise. It can be the only way. It was, it was, it was like, like massive chunks of her relationship with Hamish that happened off camera and was like almost the opposite of what we saw on camera. It was really, really amazing. <laughs> Finale. There was no 
you know, if you'd, you'd were a, a bookmaker making odds on that, it seemed like it seemed impossible. It's like Bake Off. Yeah. It's like Bake Off. It's just like Bake Off. We'll get there. Anyway, um, and then we went straight into the Bachelorette. Sorry, the Bachelor, which was Moses, and they they there was that weird little. They, so they ended at. Uh, this is what I think they deserve credit for was the was the crossfading DJ mix <laughs> of of revealing that there was a a bachelor and to it, follow the bachelor and it was happening at the venue where Lexi had her final. So she gave out her final rose, and literally production just were like, oh, "I'll see you tomorrow morning," and everyone got up and, and wheeled in Moses for the the beginning of the bachelor shoot, um, and. We saw, uh, what's his name? Paul, the chef. He came in. Yeah. <laughs> fresh out of being a Bachelor contestant, came in as a special guest. Sorry, fresh out of being a Bachelorette contestant, came in as a special guest on The Bachelor, uh, teaching the ladies how to cook or something. Yeah. It's yeah. Just, it was a lovely synergy. It, it was. And it started really promisingly. Like I think there were some really great Bachelorettes and Moses, just the fact of him being... Super famous, super handsome, super lovely guy. You were just like, oh, this could be incredible. And whether it was his reticence or or that the speed thing, like I think that you could you could sense all. It just sort of escalated during the show that um, the uh, the woman clearly just felt like they were. This was a production. Mm. Like, if it's a cooking show and you're rush, rushing it, well, you know, fair, fair play. You actually are supposed to develop feelings mm. here. And you're so exposed being on television. I think that's why you saw so many kind of quite emotional mm. reactions of the of the wrong kind, where they were just like, what, what are you doing here? Yeah, and I mean, you know, as you say, Moses, we've both met him personally. Lovely, lovely guy. The loveliest. Um, obviously, reasonably big celebrity. Uh, in his field, but we, I, I think it's it's the struggle when you get a, a notable person in the lead and that they have their reputation to protect as well. Yeah. And I got the feeling he just didn't really fancy anyone. And so... And maybe he didn't know what he was getting himself into. Yeah, it was a little bit performative. I felt, you know, um, I don't know that he leaned into his feelings that much. He ended up choosing Annie. Annie? He chose Annie. That's Didn't right. Didn't work out. But then he he caught up with Shanae a few times. She was the long hair. Oh, long hair. She was the one with the long hair. Yeah. <laughs> um, I There were some really great moments on the show. Like Annie's family and um, was it Danita? Oh, yeah. Were, were like cinematic. Like make a documentary about that them, was, please. Uh, terrifying. And I actually felt for her. Like I feel like her... She's has some sort of black sheep of the family kind of reputation within there, and that you could sort of sense that discomfort and having to live with that label within there, which was, and this just felt like a further manifestation of of that. But um, but overall, just a it wasn't a fun watch. It wasn't. Um, the it was quite a short watch, uh, which turned out to be a blessing in the end because it was a a short production. <laughs> It was all sort of fed into itself, right? If they just had more time, it might have been a longer. It would have been a longer production. There would have been more intense feelings. It would have been longer on air, and we all would have felt like invested, uh, invested, and in like it was real. I did like when he went to sing at the old people's home. That was nice. Yeah, I mean, but that is also part of the problem is that his celebrity <laughs> is old people's homes. <laughs> like it's straight up, as I've been on tour with Sol yeah. Mio and. Uh, they have, their fans are 80 plus. They're the Andre Rio of New Zealand. Yeah. The Andre Rio, you know, Solomir and the Andre Rio of yeah, New Zealand. Yeah, and they're awesome dudes and they, you know, are absolutely capable of extending the reach of opera to uh, to different demographics and so on. But fundamentally, the core audience is, is that. And so the woman didn't know who he, who he was particularly, but he still had that reputation to, to uh, protect. Um, and then we went straight into pop stars. Sorry, I'm just doing your job here. No, was it pop stars? So pop stars came for Mass Singer. Yes, yes they okay. came straight after. And at this point, and pop stars, full disclosure, I watched like three episodes and just could not get engaged no. with it. Um, something about, I mean, it had a bit of a troubled backstory, and that there was a, there was some casting that had to be very quickly redone because one of the people involved then became subject of a big story in the Sunday Star Times. I don't know how much of that has been reported. Let's just see what happens and leave it in there. Uh, but basically the show just didn't quite click. It, it rated really poorly. At this point, 
the year looked like it could be an absolute mega dud yeah. for local reality yeah. TV. For three three big shows and nothing really clicking. And then came along the weirdly popular Masked Singer, which we recapped in the finest of detail throughout. Yeah, yeah. A strange show, which I don't know, like I, I, I feel a fondness for it, but it was also very much a watered down version of the international format. Which I've never watched. So my, I mean, I, I, I watched it with my kids. My kids really loved it. Yeah. And I think that's been true of, of quite a few people. But by the end, it was a bit of a grind for, for me too. Um, I think, and I interviewed uh, Troy Kingy on, yeah. on The Fold and he seemed to feel quite a lot of sort of shame and com- complication about his own involvement. And even though he crushed it and that sort of, I don't know. That really that made me sad that seeing him sad, but I sort of also understood it because he's an artist, and it didn't seem like it was art, art <laughs> or a place that wanted you to be. It was Matilda. It was, Mat- but it it wasn't was Matilda. Art. It wasn't art. But Matilda's. I mean, she crushed it. Look, everyone was fun. Like it. Just... Matilda did it while she was like, I'm sure, like 24 months pregnant or something. Yeah, like just, yeah. just insane. It was. It was a lot of fun. Um, I loved the. I love a, a good sleuth. So you know, I, if you recall, I got super invested in the. Um, Pav and Pav, which was Stephanie Tuavehi from Shortland Street. Well, you and you and Alex solved like the whole thing. We went, we went like. in pretty hard, but the problem is, what, what, a lot of them we solved reasonably early on, and then and then it's just boring. Yeah, and every, every clue was just reinforcing yeah. what, what you already had down. But it was a really interesting mix. I mean, Mike McGruffy, that was something, right? <laughs> it was it was very well cast, but it's weird where because they were you know in the context of the international show, those were big stars. Yeah. Um, by New Zealand standards, and and yet because you don't know who they are for almost the whole thing, you don't really get the star power out of it the same way that you do with like a show like Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, and it's also uh, um, it's kind of I'm not sure if celebrities who are approached with the season having been to air, celebrities who are approached for season two because there will be a season two because from what we hear the ratings were well yeah so it was was a monster show Mm. um excuse the pun but it i'm not sure if that season will make people want to get on board or put them off getting on board yeah probably some of some and some of the other i mean there's always a uh, like a flaw like you always be able to get a cast yeah because I Aaron Simpson and Zach Frenich just waiting in the wings for literally <laughs> anything. Put me in the game, coach. <laughs> um, then it started getting real good. So we had real good. we had RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under, and uh, this we experimented here on Pod, and we got Chris Parker and Eli Matthewson in to talk about to do their own pop up recap of the show, which ended up being, you know, the highest rating episodes of our podcast. Yeah, but I don't think you can read anything into no. that. That's just natural ver- variability with ratings, you yeah, know. Could, 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 could have been anything, Margin really. of error. Yeah. Six to eight times And they, they won't be invited back, to Definitely be honest. Definitely not. Like, They've actually got... Um, we've I got think it's pretty obvious that orders against audience them. didn't want no. that popular show. No, yeah. They why would you want to listen to... less popular show. Yeah, why would you want to listen to good podcasts? So let's not talk about that. Okay. Anyway, uh, great result, New Zealand. New yeah. Zealand drag go, queen won. Go, go Kiwi. Um, and, I mean, I think, I feel like we've got quite a lot to say about this next one. Apprentice, we've said so much. The Apprentice Aotearoa. Oh, yeah. Shit, I forgot. Bloody hell, this is a good it. year. Well, I was just thought, okay, we're talking about CTI Oh, now. no, no, there's, there's more. There's, there's something else as well. my loins to get emotional. Uh, yeah, The Apprentice Aotearoa, maybe the best? Uh, okay, look, it's like... Oh, I think it was the best show of the year. Okay, you think it be better than CTI? Because it was more contained. Right. It was an hour a week. Yeah. And it was basically, there was no dud episodes. There was yeah. no, you didn't have to fast forward any kind of eat a whole loaf of bread with your eyes challenge or something. Oh, but see, I love all that yeah, shit. Yeah, not me. I'm a I'm, I'm, I'm big fan of CTI, as you know, and for me... Where it struck during lockdown, being such a wholesome, lovely show, but still with a little bit of scrapping and being true, three, true. Okay, the, the, I'm three wrong. the three nights didn't bother me for this show, and I think that speaks volumes. Well, because, what, what, what else were you doing? Oh, work, children. There were other no, things. No, no, no. But what I meant was like you couldn't go out, you couldn't do anything. So but I three don't nights, anyway. you're just trying to. Yeah, but for anyone, like there's a reason why the okay. show captured the hearts of a nation. It did. I know. Let's talk about the Apprentice. Okay, the Apprentice. Okay, so I mean, some amazing 
characters in this show. Just unbelievable. So it was won by OMG Ness, who had a balloon company. Um, has. Has, still does. Uh, we had Mike the Breather. We had Stephen, who... <laughs> the Breather makes him sound like an actual serial killer. <laughs> Lovely, Mike. Um, and, um, yeah, Stephen, who's, who's Nude Rude Coffee, who we, whose uh, goods we sampled yeah. on the pod last week. And... Who else was in there? Oh, there was there was one woman who's since turned out to be like a raving anti-vaxxer. Oh yeah, but this, this reality TV. Is... Um, Josie, we can't forget Josie. Josie <laughs> was the uh, the target audience for right. one of the products. The busy, the busy, <laughs> the, 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 the busy the surgeon mum. Yeah. And <laughs> Mally the Mallard. Mally the Mallard. God. It was, um, but but it's not just that. It was. Uh, it was uh, Cassie. It was Mike, you know, like the, yeah. the judges, uh, Mike and and uh, Justin. Justin. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the beginning of our beautiful friendship with Cassie, which continues to this yeah, day. Yeah, we, we we had two. Uh, we had a, a we had Cassie and Ongenes come into the studio. Yeah. And uh, yeah, love Cassie. She's been such a big supporter of basically everything we've done subsequently. And the one uh, big thing that came out of this, which was a really solidifying moment for the real pod and was one of the last outings, if not the last outing we had before the the great lockdown of 2021, was heading along to the Aotearoa in the uh, Apprentice Aotearoa rap party. Unofficial. The unofficial because it was put on by the contestants. TVNZ did not give them a rap party. So where was it? Was it bloody can't, go can't track? Uh, uh, <laughs> go can't track on the shore. It was sick. It was just very Apprentice Aotearoa that it, they had to make their own thing and that it was actually like very pro, more pro than most rap yeah. parties, but the location was so rinky-dink. It was so bizarre, it, but it was so, like, you know, they had a big screen and, and we all watched it with them and it was great and we had, um, there, were, there were chippies and... They didn't know did the results. Th- they didn't, Like yes, Stephen and, and Ness were sat alongside one another and just watching, because I, I watched them rather than the, the final bit, so you actually saw his face go ashen mm. and hers just explode. Cause, and I remember talking to him afterwards and I felt like I was being his counsellor or something because I was like, this doesn't define you. You know, you yeah. still have... A, I was just like, is there something wrong with me that I'm speaking to him like this? But it really felt like what he needed in that moment. Yeah, like no, he was totally. Downcast. He, he didn't... Uh, what well, we saw his true reaction, you know? Yeah. And... Yeah, it was it was a bizarre evening. It was a fun evening. Um, you did some weird wine negotiating. I did. I got us a lot of free wine. Yeah, but I, then the old mate, one of the other guys, grabbed it didn't he, and took it off. Yeah, and he even, didn't said he was going to bring back your bot, and he never brought back your bot. And he was like, "You." F- when I went and tried to pull him up on it, it was like, "You idiot!" You knew I was never going to give yeah. it back because I'm one of the celebrities, and you're just. You're I was just like, damn dun- it, you got, you got me. Um, so we, I've never trusted anyone again. We did have a great, <laughs> very real pub moment, I thought, at that party where we didn't realise there was a whole load of kind of tap and food upstairs. So we were busy filling ourselves with, no, it was like pork ca- crackling pork or something. Crackling. <laughs> like pork crackling. It's quite rank. <laughs> and little thimbles of wine before Duncan got some bots. And we, then we then we made our way upstairs, and it had been already just annihilated by everyone. Really, so, given a going over, like I've never really seen a a buffet that had been so thoroughly destroyed. There was the buffet, and there was also like these grazing tables that had been again just completely depleted of all stock, yeah, and, yeah. and cookies that were you know branded cookies that Ness had made were. It was grazing in it. tables where they need to be left for three three winters so that they might get their nutrients back, <laughs> so that they might be grazed upon again. It was. It was very lot. real pod though, because I was like, "This is exactly the feast we deserve." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And so we ate bits of broken cookies, and we we did we sampled um, some testers of of the rude coffee, didn't we? And we had to put a vote. And remember, he just had like a piece of paper kind of vote situation as part of his right. focus group. Um, do you like taste one or taste two kind of coffee? Well, we were right. <laughs> it was such a it was such a right. It was a perfect show for our silly podcast, wasn't it? In every way. Yeah, I'm glad that that, that is coming back. Yeah, yeah. Um, we had, you, you've also forgotten this one, the Block NZ. 
I know, I haven't forgotten that. I haven't. That came before CTI, didn't it? Or during well, I mean, the no, because it, remember, it, it sort of started in 2020, mm. didn't start screening until 2021, and then finished. I think it was the last of the shows, maybe with the exception of Bake Off, to finish because of the, the lockdown. And I actually watched a lot of this by my standards. Yeah, you did, even though we weren't recapping it. Yeah. <laughs> what was up there? Yeah, all backwards. Yeah. Um, but, I enjoyed it. Yeah, what was your what were your highlights? I mean, so I know that you know. Full disclosure, I know Artie, played basketball with him. He's an athlete, uh, and and Tim Tim's a very handy basketball player too. So I was thrilled for them to to get the win. So I had that like personal interest, um, but also I, I felt like it it was well cast. They didn't get quite the levels of enmity and villainy that that it's had, and it, it missed those a bit, but. Um, it was it was a similar thing to to CTI in a way that it was this kind of cozy from like this mm. has been a very discombobulating few years right mm-hmm. and and you are basically living in a constant state where you don't really know how it ends and every time you think it's going to get better it somehow finds a way to get worse <laughs> this is just a short summary of kind of current life and so you have something like real chuggy like the block which has been going forever and is very formulaic and it just it's like just putting on this uh, you know this old cozy old blanket mm. and it, it smells a bit and it's got holes in it but it, it's just familiar and it reminds you of the before times but also while also acknowledging the covid times because obviously covid had a massive impact on production correct so it wasn't like it was like, hey, you can still have good things in these times, you know? Yeah, they're a bit different, but they, they still do the job. I mean, I definitely miss the animosity between teams and some of the drama that comes out of that. It's the sort of thing that when you're watching it, remember the evil twins and Gizzy Hard and, that, and, and even Lisa and Ribs to an extent. That dude who leapt over the fence and ran away? Agnew. Agnew. Yeah, but he was, he was just, bless him, I loved Agnew. Um, he wasn't really, he wasn't really a troublemaker. I think no, it was no, but it was got, just... Got it was, to him, got to it was, him, it was a moment. It was just... Unscripted drama. It was. And I missed that in retrospect because at the time when I'm watching those seasons, I'm like, this is too much. This is too – these people are too – like, I don't really? like them. Yeah, like, they're too intense. But then always by the end of the season, I've kind of come round. But now that I, we've had a season that's been, for the most part, very lovely people. Mm. Um, Rach was a bit. Rach was a bit – but, you know, relatively speaking, she would have been one of the good guys on a previous season, you know? Mm. Uh, she was only the villain because of because uh, everyone else was was just bloody delightful, and yeah, I missed I missed it. I missed the drama. I missed it. So hopefully, I mean, next year we've got this. I'm very th- I'm very excited yeah, about this. It's the uh, second chances, right? Mm. It's teams who who've previously competed, didn't win, uh, and they uh, come back for another chance. I'm so curious to see who they cast for this. I'm so curious to know who wants to do it. <laughs> And then I want to know of the people who want to do it, who they end up choosing. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, that has the, the chance to be a proper classic. It could be great. Okay. Um, oh, my God. Bring back the twins. Yes. What if they put, like, Lisa and Ribs, the twins, Gizzy Hard, just, like, all the real full-on teams together? Imagine. What, what, were, what were those two um, rugged dudes from Christchurch? Ling and Zing. Ling and Zing. Dills and Dills, Dills, yeah, Dills, Dills and Dills. Dills. I mean, it's a redemption for Dills and Dills. I think but they um, could, they could just keep this thing going forever. Man, Dills really loves schist. Just put yeah. a whole lot of schist in the bathroom. <laughs> it's a fun word to say. Let's be it honest. is. It really is. But um, yeah, just a little bit of Queenstown Lodge in Meadowbank. <laughs> <laughs> Are you doing a poo? Okay. Um, the NCTI. Oh my god! I mean, we this you know we went in deep on CTI. This the, the, the CTI was the beginning of our extra episode, dedicated episode, because we knew pretty quickly we were going to. I forgot we did that it as well. Going to be too hard to wedge that in the end of a, a regular pod, so we created a whole new pop-up pod just for CTI and worth it. Mm. it we was, got very lucky. Like, if it could have been like if it had been like the previous season of CTI, it would have actually been a real grind. It, I don't know. I feel like Alex can talk about the whiz and and make oh. it funny no matter what, you know. Yeah, Alex can you know spin anything up into a good laugh. But but this season, it, it relied on so many things. Like it was brilliant casting. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the location when you were in lockdown, the fact that it was here, they had had this kind of 
I don't know, some, some something extra compelling about it. But then, then the fact that we were all in lockdown, that you know, that was. I think it would have rated well regardless, but the fact that so much of the country was in, in lockdown, especially during mm. those those first weeks of it, it, it got this crazy boost and people stuck around. And uh, it became this, like, I think if there were any honest book to be written about uh, the the Delta lockdown, which won't, won't happen, it should, and, and to be clear, it will not, but it it should have. It should include like a, a section on this weird little show, which had the right <laughs> to be good, but was felt like it contained and could hold the emotional energy of that whole period. We're going to take a break, and we're going to come back and continue talking about CTI, and then we'll uh, then we'll hit Bake Off and just talk about what lies ahead. Oh, that sounded bloody serious. It's going to be fun. Great. Stick around. Well, 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 it might. Might, might, might uh, be serious. Might be. I mean, also, what, what, what does lie ahead? I don't know. Oh, God. You know? See soon. Let's be honest. Every See soon. Yeah. See soon. <laughs> when you choose to invest, your money has power. Avoiding companies that finance weapons production or ignore climate change is important. But impact investing goes beyond just avoiding harmful behaviours. It's an opportunity to invest in companies that are actually improving the world. Invest in a better future with the Harbour Sustainable Impact Fund. Grow your wealth and make a positive impact on the world. This is not personalised advice, a disclaimer and the product disclosure statement for Harbour Investment Funds issued by Harbour Asset Management is available at harbourasset.co.nz. Hi, I'm Brian Crump, host of Sci-Fi Sci-Fact, a new RNZ podcast in which we take some of science fiction's strangest ideas and explore if they could really happen. With the help of scientists from New Zealand's McDiamond Institute, we'll look at all your favourite science fiction characters, from Wolverine to Rumpelstiltskin, Doctor Who to Luke Skywalker. You can find Sci-Fi Sci-Fact on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, basically anywhere you get your podcasts from. You ready? <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's not exactly laugh minute this pot, is it? Well, I mean, you laugh at us. One one percent battery life. Yeah, that's true. It's you know true. when you're just trying to, like the other night I was at dinner with uh, Amber Easby, head of Hexwork Productions, and her phone. She had to like screen grab her vaccine pass and and airdrop it to me because her phone was just in such grave danger of dying before the person got round to, to scanning her in. And that feels like about as much kind of... That uh, feels like where we're at mm. um, <laughs> right I'm now. very loosey-goosey with my phone charging. and Really? Yeah. Oh, not me. I've got sort of... A, a, you'd call it an old phone because, you know, it's like three or four years old. Um, and, the, you know, Apple do, Apple do that thing where... <laughs> You know, at some point they're just like the battery life yeah. just shits itself. Like do, do, do an update to, to destroy the yeah. yeah. So in order for you to get sick of it and then buy a new phone, um, and I'm getting oh Siri's going. Stop that Siri. Um, that's that's going straight to Tim Cook's desk, and he is going to really crank the battery life now. Oh Jesus! Well done. This is terrible. Can I say that we're recording this before we go off to our our Christmas do? And now I've got like I've just looked at my battery life and I'm like this is disaster. Oh yeah, you need to go 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 put it on to charge now. I will. I'll, I'll do that in a minute. I'll do that. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. I, perhaps it's just been nice for me to switch off from the world. You know. Oh, oh is that a power pack? I hear. Yeah, I'm charging right now. Oh man, you are, you can I'm charge for access to that. See, I told you it was worth hiring. Yeah, I reckon there's going to be there's going to be a market for it at the Christmas That's party. Huge. I'm I'm fully charged. All this time you've been saying why on earth why on earth do we hire TI here? And I'm like <laughs> now you can see right. Yeah. Yeah. So you can stop. He's an entrepreneur. You stop with that rhetoric. Thanks very much, Duncan. <laughs> Sorry you had to find out this way. <laughs> he knows. He knows. He knows. Um, by the way, I don't know if you've checked out his outfit. He looks like he's ready for a, res- for a resort. Well, the, last year the, the theme was resort wear. And based on the limited view I've got of people's outfits so far, it has a very resort wear type vibe You again. think just everyone's just... Rinse, rinse and repeat. Wait, it's too hard to think. It's too hard to think. <laughs> in it's general. just like whatever, whatever I wore last year, I'm wearing again. I'm you know? literally wearing the exact same <laughs> outfit. 
Oh, God. And we were Surely actually, no we, we were tastemakers in that sense. When you think about um, the Apprentice Aotearoa and the robe, the whole robe storyline that, that carried through, um, Divine Man, we were all wearing robes as a resort wear. At last I was. Year. Yeah. My robe was too heavy. Remember when Because you know when I talked about that transseasonal robe? Yeah. 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 Remember when we went to... Show. I um, actually wore a robe on Instagram Live this year, which I, <laughs> I regret. We have to do more Instagram Lives because I was in the mall and I, like, panic pu- or, or impulse purchased a, um, like a, a stand for my phone so that if we ever do them again, I don't have to... That's that's a you and Alex thing. I, I, I can't do it. Okay. Anyway, I just one more thing on the robes before we, we get back um, to Celebrity Treasure Island. Um Remember when we went out for dinner, that my pod team went out for dinner, and the maitre d' was wearing the exact fabric that the, at that point, the it was still the men's man. team, what was it the Divine Man, Divine the man. Divine Man fabric. And it was mm. like two days after the episode aired. It was insane. We were taking sneaky photos, all sorts of privacy breaches. Anyway. Uh, so Celebrity Treasure Island. Okay, so the big stars that came out of this were obviously Lance, Chris, and Edna, the top three any of whom I would have been very happy Joe to, to hit the um, – okay, wait, let me finish my Friendly sentence. Stamp. I mean, this is – Buck. The, Sorry. There were many. Yeah. No one knew who Buck Shelford was before this. But and I it's feel really like he faded from it. the national consciousness. <laughs> but he also made it really fucking far through. Yeah. And so did Candy Lane. Beast. Love Buck. Love um, Candy. Love the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, everyone was great, right? Lana and her mullet-throwing skills. Um, oh, and yeah. I think – there's nothing that speaks to how much this propelled those people forward than the fact that Art Green was on this season, went home relatively early, and I, I forget he was on it at all. Yeah. People like, never talk about Casey Frank. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Jess, Jess. Jess was amazing. Like, God, it's a good show. God, I just – can they – just do it again. Year round. And we, we really, um, I really want to lean into some of those challenges as things that we oh, can do. Oh, yeah, the CTI do. theme park. Yeah. This, that is, that's a good idea. It's a Warner great Brothers it's and a great idea. Twilight Street Extent CVNZ. Who does theme parks these days? Perhaps just Rainbow's Inn could, could just uh, There's reserve that one, a corner. That one that Chris Schultz um, wrote about. It's yeah. like a Ninja Warrior style one yes. that, that's basically had to shut down for. Who knows? Mysterious reasons um, up in Matakana, and I feel like maybe that they've got the space, they've yep. got the location. Yeah. So let's make that. Let's the, make that happen. Yeah. Excuse me, I need to do a little burp. The only thing is, like, if you're doing a private hire, you know, one of those, but oh, that's going to set you back some. Mm. You got to get, you got to get chairs. Mm. You got to, you know. You got to get other host, Bree. Got to get Bree. I'm so sorry. I mean, you're not listening, but if you were, I'm so sorry. She's definitely not listening. Yeah, she no, is we've very never important. we've never had any sign. No, but sometimes they do listen, you know. Nah, the big people they listen to the little people. Um, also, I, if you're familiar with Woe Studios in Auckland, I feel like so that's, familiar. That's somewhere that could be. Um, perhaps they could. Have they got the acreage? I don't know. How much acreage do you need? I think you need some considerable acreage because you've got to have some of those things are quite. Big, like the Tangled Webby one and yeah, all the true. shooting ones. My God, can you imagine us doing the Tangled Web, like the real pop team doing the Tangled Web? We would be in there for days. Counterpoint, how long did it take us to get out of the escape room? We were reasonably quick. We fucking flew through yeah, it. Yeah, so. we were not bad. Farrier still beat us. Did he? Yeah. Didn't we break it? I feel like we, we got out in like 15 minutes and they had to reset it. No. Farrier wouldn't be. He probably would beat us. He would. He's a smart man. <sighs> More uh, successful uh, podcast been, and newsletter. I have been I have Netflix. been meaning to go back to an escape room since Fair we went enough. to that escape room, which was surely five years ago. Did we? I think we did a whole of the spinoff went to, did escape rooms. Well, there. not when I was on. Staff. I think you might have been in Los Angeles on location. Maybe. Um, anyway. We digress. Anything more to say about Celebrity Treasure Island? I mean, we left it all on the floor. I actually oh. think those episodes, like the the one where we interviewed, the, the recap of the finale into interviewing uh, Chris, well, they were good. That was good content. To be fair, that was like the second biggest episode of The Real Pod this year after the Drag Race final hmm. recap. So, so Chris Parker is Chris just, Parker. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> but he can, the, no, the, the amazing thing about our interview with Chris is he, um, I've been talking to him throughout the series and he never 
he gave nothing away the whole time, which was amazing. But he came in here. We were, aside from Jono and Ben, who he felt hadn't necessarily watched the show, we were like the first interview. And he came in and he wept tears. He was still... We all wept tears. We all wept tears, but he was like still reeling from the emotion of the whole thing playing out. It had been recorded in January or February of this year and then, um, you know, so it was, it was a long time before he was able to tell the world that he had won and it was just, I don't hey, know, it felt like a very special moment on pod, don't you think? It did, it did. Can, can, can I, when we do Super Pod, yeah. who, who's your hero of the year? I don't know yet. Can I have Chris Parker? I need to change mine. Why? Because I want it to be Chris, I want to talk about Chris Parker. Okay. He's my friend. Well, yeah. Okay, I'll let it be. No, no, no. But, no, no well, you're, you're conflicted out then. Do you know what okay, I mean? Okay, yeah, fair enough. You can, ha- you can say rude coffee. Uh, rude coffee? <laughs> I just say rude coffee and that's it. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Who's your hero? And I'll be like, Jane, Jane's pretty bad at this podcasting <laughs> stuff, eh, guys? And they'll be all like, yeah. Definitely one of my heroes of the year is JJ Fong for being completely not on screen for however long she was Amazing. there and then walking out in her last three seconds on the show, she said, make your own rice, bitches. And then she was gone into the trees. And that was just. It was incredible. It was amazing, and I feel like it wouldn't have hit anywhere near as well if she had been like a character, like a strong character throughout. It would just been like, oh, classic JJ, but it was just like, whoa, where did that come from? I want more. I'm left wanting more from JJ now. Mm. I'm serious. I think Celebrity Treasure Island rerun the whole thing. Same cast, same location. Whole thing. So, but not not just a not just a replay. It's like do the exact do just just do re, it a new, all again. A new season like that remake of um, Psycho. Gus Van Sant's remake of Psycho, just shot for shot. Maybe not that. Maybe just have the same cast. Have and, the same cast. New challenges. Something to think oh, about. Or maybe the same challenges. And now they'll have the advantage of knowing it will bring whole new strategy yeah. to the game, wouldn't it? If they haven't started shooting, I mean, this isn't a. Te- it's, it's not a terrible maybe idea. Maybe it's a terrible idea. I mean, like, honestly, we don't know whether we're even going to make it to next through next year. Might as well do some weird stuff. Yeah, try it out. Now's the time. Yeah. Okay, great Kiwi Bake Off. It's just wrapped. We, um, well, t- we talked about it in the podcast last week, but Albie won. No controversy. <sighs> I, look, I don't know. Yeah, like, p- p- everyone's expecting that. Not. When was the last time someone did a not joke on I a, know, on a podcast? I know, that was like, cool. Was it? Is I that, feel like you should have gone a bit harder with it, though, not. That's you in should the, be like, <laughs> nah, you've got to do the whole thing. The whole, yeah, it's not, yeah. it's uh, it's right up there with the big ups. <laughs> big ups to my team. Oh, I've got some, yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> I've got some of that um, material in my switch, to be honest. Hey, I hear, when I said big ups to my team, was definitely a low light for me for this year. Yeah. Um, probably the worst thing that happened to me in, in what was a really bad year. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely the worst. As someone in my team who heard that, how did that make you feel? Did you feel encouraged and held or did you feel like mum just embarrassed you in front of yeah, all your schoolmates? A lot more of the former than the latter. It was it was empowering. It was Okay, but, well, I, mean, I, look, I, I don't feel, well, this is probably not an okay thing to do, but why did you then immediately message me asking to be reassigned to a different team? Like after she said it, because what you're saying now doesn't match mm. up with that that slang mm. message oh, about this is the how, first you're, I'm hearing how you're trying to join, join daylight. And I was like, "Sorry, mate, just got to stick it out." Like, it was a, it was on an unrelated. I said, "I said I'll have a talk to her about no. the whole big up situation." Sorry, I'm just scheduling a meeting with I. <laughs> what time we finish? Previewing other podcasts and bad inside jokes. We're just getting through oh, it. Oh God, there was also a lovely. Um, Cake sports kids show that Duncan talked about at length. Probably too long. To be no, it's very fold esque. Was it? It was. Yeah. Yeah. I did the kissy on that one. I mean, it was great. I love your. I love how you fold the fold into the real part. I'm just trying to get people to listen to my other podcast. Yeah, and 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 you absolutely should. Um, so like the real part is like the like successful band. And then the folders, my like solo project. That's a bit arty, but we're a bit of an acquired taste. Yeah. Consistent three star reviews from the critics, if it's noticed at all. Will it get another record deal? Probably not. You yeah. know, might have to just self release. Yeah. Hobbyist stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but good on you for giving it a go, you know? Love well, to, love to give up you to a, a point, but it, maybe up. it's like, okay, well, you're 42 years old, mate. Maybe it's time you just sort of acknowledge this is a product for which there is no market and 
just got a real job. You know what I mean? We're having a laugh, but this is, the foundation does very well. I see the numbers. We have. A, yeah, it was a, the biggest episode of the year. It was the biggest yeah, episode. That's, that's true. We that's had true. an episode of the fold. It was the biggest day we've ever had on the Spin yeah, Off Podcast that's Network. True. And that's the reason why I have a difficult phone call with Bernard Hickey to let him go today. Because we're going to be taking over in the facts change. Am I? Yeah. I'd actually love to do it. No, no, no. That's no. not true, by the way. Now we are really... <laughs> just, no, most I of... think this was just like offending <laughs> slash cancelling the whole... I think maybe it's time to finish this podcast. Well, I just wanted to say a few things before we do. Which is, I know, a huge surprise for everyone. Um, <laughs> Who are you going to big ups now? I'm big up saying... Well, I'm big up saying... Us for returning. I big up seeing Nando's for coming back home. Huge. We are, you know, we're having... Uh, oh, sh- 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 not everyone knows that. I mean, it's that'll be the last week by the time anyone's listening to this, but, you know. I'm so excited The walls it. have ears. Uh, but I want to look ahead for 2022. We've mentioned some of the shows that will be returning, but also new shows that are coming in MasterChef. Well, I mean, it's that's a re-up from many years ago, MasterChef returning. A big re-up. There's a barbecue competition, something like cooking cooking meat on a barbecue, and presumably some veggie options too, some capsicum perhaps. What else do, do, do you lot eat on barbecues? I actually barbecued some broccoli and corn last night. Ah. Yeah. Ah. I should have blanched the broccoli. You know, I mean, I know we, like, we're very fond of the corner, and cor- I just am not like that big of a fan of corn. I feel like corn on the cob done on a barbecue, yum. I've just started a crypto corns group, by the way, too. So um, this wow. is one of the many, many subgroups that we, we now have in the corner. So that's uh, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash real corner if you want to join the conversation. I screen grabbed someone's because our, our security question for getting in. <laughs> oh, wait, I thought you were just wanting to talk about your password protection regime. Is, no, wait, wait, wait. And it's not as bad as it sounds. It sounds very bad. Yeah. But when you go into the, the – to, to become a member of the Real Pod, you have to answer a question. It's not a security question. It's a, like a, a, an admission question. And it's like it used to be questions about the real the, the podcast and then I was like too much of a barrier for entry. You know, no one's listening. Um, and so instead of why do you want to join this lovely group? And someone today, just today, the answer was because the Real Pod is the real deal. And it still surprises me there are people out there who listen to the podcast but aren't in the corner yet. Yeah. You know, because I, th- I think when I when we're having our chats, I'm just thinking of like the people I know in the corner. Yeah, that's a good audience. To that's a great of. audience. I mean, it's our core audience for sure. It's just scary sometimes when I think of some of the things we do and say on pod and knowing that like actually anyone in the entire world can listen to it if they chose to. They just overwhelmingly choose not to. Yeah, yeah. But it's a big world and Joe Rogan's obviously, you know. Yeah. What a challenge. Watch out, Joe. Um, Lego Masters is coming. Excited about that. And there's the Mystery Love Show. Yeah. And need some love shows. There's also uh, Dancing with the Stars, which was pushed and will be returning. It's continuously pushed. It's like the second straight year it's been pushed. The other nice little thing that we had that just just uh, scraped in, Max Key Clutch Performance scraped into the podcast last week with yeah. a, um, a, a return to the Max Key Corner, and. I want to retract everything I said about gentrification and so on. I've done my research <laughs> and I looked at how much he bought the property for, what he sold the one of three houses for, presumably we'll get similar amounts for the others. Um, and I agree with you, Duncan, that he's done a good thing. This is a great moment for me. <laughs> it really is. He's like fists in the air. <laughs> I am. I am. I, I uh, enjoy taking a, a, a what appears to be a contrary position and uh, like persuading people. So this is wonderful. Also, talk to my mother. I'm very stubborn. I will stand by something till till the end of time. This is so great. What a lovely pre-Christmas good. gift from you, Jane. And there it is. So thank you, Duncan. Thank you for being so wise. I think we have to do a thank you roll now, okay? Okay. So thank you to CI here. You've done a wonderful job so on the tools. So good. Such a shame this is your last day. You know, for the first time. So, like, sorry that you had to find out this way. Um, couple months of, uh, like, I didn't know whether you liked RealPod, and I was like, I, 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 got, I got a bit self-conscious, and, and now I, you've definitely convinced me that you're doing it. It's, uh, it's, it's absolutely lovely having you in the chair. We can't speak highly enough of TI here. He's been amazing. Also, our, our lovely Tina. Who is just the most real potted for God? Far yeah. too long, poor thing. Um, but she's still, you know, she's still sometimes in the chair, and she certainly was uh, the first half of the year a lot. So um, 
What What are you pointing to? I'm pointing to an empty chair. Yeah, I know. We're all... We're going to get there? We're going to get there. Alex, bloody... Alex, bloody Casey. Yeah, miss miss her a lot. Uh, Looking forward to potting again with her one day. Yes, and it will be, and we will be. So don't don't fret, don't fret. And uh, for all those people who have been asking, where's Alex? We miss her. We miss her too. We know where she is, don't worry. It's okay. And she's fine and she's going to be back and we're all very much looking forward to it. But obviously a huge thank you to Alex. The podcast is not the same without her, quite clearly. Uh, so, yeah, the big reunion will, you know, that'll be a nice time. We have to say thank you to Tara who's been taking over our real news duties. God, so good. She's not so to have to good. She's too good. Like actually I look at it, I'm like, just chill out a bit, yeah. right? You know, you, you, she writes these little summaries of the stories, and the summaries are brilliant. I'll just publish this I know, doc. I know, I know. She's wasted on us, is what it is. Yeah. Uh, and we also need to thank Callum Henderson, who does our sort of like, I don't know how to describe it, our, our post-match stuff. Sort of brings everything together, gets it up on the internet. Yeah. Listens to our episodes. Sorry, sorry, Cal. sorry about that, Callum. And uh, who else have we got? Nando's, obviously. Just a huge joy to have them back. Just legitimizes us, makes us real, makes us delicious dinner sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Most of the year we were eating Nando's at yep. work. We were. And it really it brought the whole team together. I really missed it. And then I was absolutely shattered to discover that there, there was no Uber Eats Nando's to me during lockdown when we went to level three. Didn't I wasn't in the delivery area. And uh, and now yeah, that should be they should that should be a mandatory disclosure on um, real estate notices. It should. And now with the new Nando's app, you're and, in. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Oh. And Perry Poo is the work. So yeah, I mean that's how I got my ninety nine dollars worth of Nando's. Remember, <laughs> <laughs> it was a huge celebration. And so I just feel like everything's come together nicely before Christmas. You know, borders are open. Nando's is freely available to me. What could I want? Tough old year. Um. Who else is the, have we got to thank? <laughs> TVNZ that, for, for putting together such a great side yeah, of reality true, TV. Yeah, yeah. Discovery, Discovery for recommitting yeah. to it. Yeah. And um, I'm just, I don't want to miss anyone. The Corny's obviously mm, uh, hugely. Huge, hugely, just honestly, we do this for you. Okay. We let's do. leave it there. Okay. Hey, thank you everyone for listening. Thank you for a weird I year. I said, let's leave it there. And we'll see you next year. For more exciting reality TV recaps, real life in New Zealand, and lots of other exciting podcasts that will be coming out on the Spinoff Podcast Network as well. Kakite. Kakite. Kia ora e tewi. Te Ai Butler here, podcast manager at the Spinoff. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a spin-off member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.